cutting edge guests, awesome uncensored jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kind of have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. If you're looking for groundbreaking nutritional products that revolutionize the way your body operates, you have to check out this cutting edge nutrition brand, Root. The Trinity Pack Plus is a game changer. Let me show you. Zero In is the world's first quantumceutical, an all-natural adaptogenic nootropic that skyrockets clarity and creativity. Restore is a supplement that completely restores your gut health and optimizes your true brain. And last but not least, Clean Slate sweeps out heavy metals, including graphene oxide, gently evacuating toxins from the body to increase performance, longevity, and quality of life. Register now at therootsbrand.com soul to get your Trinity Pack Plus and to learn more about the Sovereign Soul Show's mission to save 100 million children and how to get rewarded for being a part of the Root community. See you there. Well, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show, where we stand for the holy trinity of love, levity, and liberty, because after all, love is the greatest power everywhere, and laughter is the best medicine, especially covering serious topics in all matters, ancient, current, and quantum, right? Absolutely. Love, levity, and liberty. It's a mantra. Our mascot, the Bling Buddha, as you see him here behind me, he fully subscribes to it as he fires red pills from his nine mil. And he has a Punisher tattoo over his left breast to save the children. For those of you who are new, I'm your host, Brad Wozni, and I'm grateful to you divine lions and lionesses for tuning into the program for the first time and those who are returning. Thank you. I have served my country at the federal level as a Canadian infantry soldier. I've served it at the provincial level as a wildfire ranger, leaving out of helicopters to fight forest fires. I've also been a part of the corporate rat race where shortly after the three World Trade Centers, they pancaked, collapsed in their footprint from that inside job. While I stood at ground zero, witnessing the heroic rescue efforts which went on. And then I was walking the halls of the Pentagon 72 hours later and 18 stories below it, below where the missile strike happened. I'm fortunate to become a Yushui Reiki master in 2015. And by leveraging the infinite source of the cosmic and our creator's power, I am following my soul's purpose in this incarnation, this lifetime, which is to help uplift humanity's consciousness with song and story. Before we jump to our segment, our episode for you today, just want to share with you, due to the extreme big tech censorship, as they've canceled the Instagram channels, they've banned me on YouTube, we can't get another channel going on there because I wrote a poem, uploaded it to save the kids, and YouTube deleted the channel. They don't like you doing everything to save the children. So please then subscribe to our Telegram so we can stay up to date and then we can share real-time updates with you with what's going on. And that Telegram channel is The Sovereign Soul Show. You'll see it here on the broadcast. And also subscribe to the Rumble channel at The Sovereign Soul because right now Rumble is the only censorship-free place that we can exist. 
Also, our website, shopthebuddha.com. You can subscribe there. Check out a lot of amazing things that we posted and resources for you for, to help those who are just waking up at shopthebuddha.com and get on our email list too. Some really cool stuff that will be coming out there. Now, I'm all about saving the kids and I'm a pure blood and I'm grateful that we stuck it through. With regards to saving the kids, every one of my guests who's come on so far and in the future is about that too. They embody that. So without further ado, we begin our next segment. Enjoy the episode. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am so delighted and absolutely freaking honored to introduce you all to a 16-year combat medic veteran in the U.S. Army, Patrick Riley. He has a proven track record of service, commitment, and leadership to his country, to humanity. Here's an example. As a platoon sergeant and NCO in charge, Patrick has led large-scale joint task for multidisciplinary operations. He's worked for and negotiated with high-level foreign governments and officials concerning the nation's healthcare and defensive capabilities, and his breadth of knowledge and experience gives him a unique vision to lead the Reaper, Reaper Financial in Texas, which is what he's doing now as an entrepreneur who has a master's in forensic psychology from Argosy University. My sister has a master's in forensic psychology from Ottawa too, before she went into CSIS, and then an MBA from Syracuse University. So we're talking about a real divine masculine man who goes out there, who leans into life, who does his best to benefit humanity and his family. And now that he is out of the army, and we're going to be here to talk about the incredible red pills and the document where he set up in 2021 in his last year in military service and said, I'm not going to take that freaking bioweapon. And he did an in-depth report naming names from the pharmaceutical officials to the generals, to the officers, military officers who are treasonous, being treasonous and forcing this bioweapon upon their soldiers. They are supposed to look after them. And in addition to that, other private sector businesses, which we all now know are complete Nazis that are forcing this bioweapon, which is a complete kill shot. And hey, you know what, folks? Fact check this on December 26, 2022, the WHO chief, the World Health Organization chief, Dr. Tedros, came out and said the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine is a bioweapon whose boosters are killing children in countries worldwide. That's a direct quote. So, hey, folks, guess what? Spoiler alert. Another conspiracy theory on our side has become fact again. Patrick, thank you very much for being on the show and donating your incredible time to us today to talk about these really relevant issues. We're going to start with your 10-page document, what it was like being in the military. We've seen right now in Canada military, there's over a thousand unvaccinated soldiers that are being penalized and prosecuted. They have 1,300 unvaccinated soldiers right now who have been ejected from the Canadian military. The Canadian military, as of yesterday, is looking for 71,400 bodies to fill military positions because nobody wants to be part of that woke army right? And Canadian Air Force and Canadian Navy. Same thing is happening in the United States right now. They can't meet their quotas at any of the recruitment centers, the Marines, the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, and Space Force because of the wokeness that's been going on. And in Canada, spoiler alert for everybody else, they've just allowed permanent residents, which are the immigrants they're flying in, 
from Ukraine, from Afghanistan. They left 5,000 Trudeau, left 5,000 Canadian citizens and soldiers in Afghanistan. When Biden left Afghanistan, left 15,500 estimated by the State Department numbers, 15,500 Americans to fucking die in Afghanistan and $85 billion of equipment. But now they can't fill the numbers, so they're flying in immigrants and they're giving them Canadian residency if they join the Canadian military. So this is not just an American problem, this is a global problem. Lieutenant Colonel Ricardo Bossi, former Australian SAS Special Forces Commander who was on the show here two weeks ago uh, for a great three hours of his amazing time leading Australia One Freedom Party. Same thing has happened over there too. So you, I would say, are a whistleblower. I had Lee Dundas on here, our very first episode, where her and Tom Renz were showing the Pentagon DMED evidence that these kill shots were killing 5,000% increase in cancers, killing uh, military personnel in the base, in the United States Army base. And we had the Lieutenant Colonel who is a medical doctor that is a whistleblower. To me, you're an absolutely up there as a hero for humanity and a patriot for America blowing the whistle. So why don't we get to the document and tell us a little bit about your experience as a combat medic who has seen operations and knows evil from the inside out because you've witnessed it with your own two eyes. Oh, thank you so much for the introduction. And yeah, so as you were saying, 16 years as a combat medic, uh, deployments to Iraq, uh, Philippines, Malaysia, Palau, Micronesia, um, attached to civil affairs and PSYOPs the last uh, couple of years as COVID was uh, onset. And during that time, I, I was really in Southeast Asia at really the tip of the sphere that could see all of the onset of what COVID-19 was and, and more importantly, what it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, so, and as I wasn't deployed, I was also running the emergency room and internal medicine department at Tripler Army Medical Center, the sole uh, bastion of human civilization between China and the North America. Uh, so I was really in probably the best position of any uh, service member in the United States military to see this in the early days and see the early onset. So talk, talk to us back then, because at that time, when we were hearing about it in North America, it was uh, late January of 2020. <clears throat> I was in Vancouver and I went down to have some meetings in California and then it kind of went through me in February of 2020. You know, I like the flu. I hadn't had it for many years. And uh, and up until that point in time, I'd been vegan for four and a half, healing my body from a big motorcycle. I was run over on a motorcycle uh, a while back. And it just like crushed me. But I got through it. You know, mm -hmm. two weeks later, I'm back. And at that time, I was just doing juicing. I didn't know anything about, you know, uh, Dr. Zelenko's protocol. Didn't know anything about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. I couldn't even spell ivermectin back then. I had only taken it in Costa Rica and I went down on surf trips. So that was February 2020 in North America. And then in March, obviously, Trudeau's calling back all Canadians. We're closing the borders. Come back home. Two weeks to flatten the curve. What was it like at the tip of the spear in Southeast Asia where they were showing people dropping apparently on news. Yeah, so Southeast Asia, I, I was in the Philippines in January 2020 when the tall volcano was erupting. So we were responding to that. Uh, mm -hmm. We were seeing the videos coming out of China of, of people dropping dead, uh, you know, pools of blood beneath their heads when they hit the ground. 
Uh, we were seeing people welded into their homes, pulled from their cars, uh, seeing people, um, you know, China threw up a thousand bed hospital in 11 days. And it was this absolute fear porn that they were pushing out. And it, it was meant to make everyone afraid of this coming catastrophe, this virus that was uh, unstoppable, untenable. At the same time, I was in the Philippines, which is you know, where the very first case outside of China uh, to kill somebody allegedly uh, happened on a, uh, a flight on Cebu uh, Airlines. And the Philippines have really no medical capabilities whatsoever. So, for example, Quezon province has uh, about $1.55 per year per citizen for socialized medicine. That's wow. it. Um, so they really don't have any capacity to handle this. And I can't understate or overstate that fact. Uh, we were not seeing what should have been happening, given the data and the numbers that were being pushed out of China. We didn't see the Philippines, you know, collecting bodies in bulldozers off the streets. And we didn't see it in India and we didn't see it in other poor nations uh, directly adjacent to China. Mm -hmm. um, so in a city of 11 million people, Wuhan, China, with a, or a reproduction rate of R3 for the virus, allegedly starting in November, uh, mid-November of 2019, uh, here we were in the Philippines two months later, and we had seen virtually no sign of it. Uh, and this is including, you know, mass transit, mass travel between Wuhan and China and, and the Philippines between then and the time I arrived. Uh, and then as, uh, you know, I returned to Hawaii, which I was based out of, and uh, in March of, of 2020, I deployed to Malaysia to evacuate the Washington National Guard out of Malaysia and Kuala Lumpur. I saw the cases go from 80 people up to over 2,000 within the, uh, the 11 day span I was out there. And uh, you know, there were Americans in the National Guard. I just wanted that. Americans in the National Guard were. The Washington National Guard was in Malaysia. Yeah. And working with. Um, you know, Malay military and or Malay military and uh, Thailand and and basically just standard joint training exercises that that we tend to do. Um, so I saw these numbers going up. And, you know, at this point, I really even though things didn't fit exactly, I hadn't really caught on to just how much uh, we were being lied to. So as I got back from Malaysia to Hawaii, it was now late March 2020. So we're talking four and a half months since this R3 virus from a city of 11 million people had somehow hopped the ocean to the west coast of the United States, started in uh, nursing homes in Washington. And the only way these people were going to get there was through, you know, obviously flying from either uh, through Hawaii or, or through Alaska. Alaska is mostly cargo. So most likely through Hawaii. So people that had this virus were on a closed air ventilation system with hundreds of other people on a 13 hour flight across the ocean. Some of them would have gone off in Hawaii and some of them would have kept going. So I knew based on the numbers at that time, we should have seen after four and a half months, thousands of cases in 
Oahu, Hawaii, which you know the population of Oahu is 1.4 million. So at a minimum of a few thousand cases. Uh, so the testing finally showed up to Oahu, Hawaii, and 24 March, they tested 405 people that were only symptomatic people at the U.S. Bank building down on Alamoana Boulevard in Honolulu. And of those 405, only four were positive. These were people who were symptomatic. This was four and a half months on from the start of, of release of this virus. And what tests were they using? Go ahead. The PCR, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this was, it was untenable. It was unrealistic. It was not possible given the information that was being pushed out. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, running the, the internal medicine department and we turned it into an overflow for the ER, expecting the, the just surge of patients that never came. And really, if, if Tripler Army Medical Center was never told that there was an epidemic, a, a grand virus that was wiping people out, we never would have had any indication or reason to contact an epidemiologist. We, we never would have even suspected uh, because there was no indication at all. There's like more cases of the flu prevalent at that time than the COVID-19, I would imagine. Yeah, so and of course, the flu numbers completely dropped off on CDC reporting and the PCR tests test for coronavirus sized particles. It doesn't specifically test for COVID-19. And so that means it was looking at the seven common strains of the flu, as well as, uh, you know, allegedly COVID-19, which means that if you're testing people with only cold and flu symptoms, you're obviously going to be pumping those numbers up. And then what we really saw was we saw the protocol for treatment increase those numbers, um, you know, not just as far as fakes through testing, but it, it in all reality, the protocol that was pushed murdered uh, U.S. citizens and, and Canadian citizens and people around the world. So by pushing the mass, um, basically what it did was you had a barrier over your, your upper respiratory system that if it worked at all, it would deflect those particles in the path of least resistance. That path of least resistance is your trachea and it goes right to your lungs and it's taken an upper respiratory infection and it turns it into a lower respiratory infection. That creates a pneumonia. And then the protocol, if you're on a pneumonia, was to throw you on, on a ventilator because you have COVID-19. There is ventilator-induced uh, pneumonia as well, just, just so people can understand how crazy that protocol was. Uh, and then you were denied the antibiotics, the ivermectin, the hydrochloroquine, the monoclonal antibodies, as they basically use positive pressure air ventilation to compact and breed that bacteria in your lungs. And the hospitals were incentivized, uh, you know, $35,000 per ventilated patient, $11,000 per COVID positive. And uh, I don't know the exact amount, but there was an amount for every patient that died. Uh, so there, there was a payment incentive for hospitals to support this protocol that was murdering people. Kill protocol. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the Nazi kill protocol. And 
you know, you put a mask over your face, you're immediately dropping your oxygen O2 levels by 30% right off the bat. I remember in when they were starting to release us from the lockdown in uh, Vancouver, just toward the end of the summer of 2020, Patrick, <clears throat> the province of Quebec health, which is amazing because the government in Quebec, I mean, right now, pretty much all the Canadian government is lockstep with everybody else. Nazis, World Economic Forum, your leader program, you know, Satanists. We've had so much of the child trafficking and the adrenochrome harvesting in Canada, which has come to light part of the, the uh, indigenous residential schools. I mean, even in the Canadian state-owned media, media, they're even still publishing up until summer of last year, 2022, the indigenous schools where they have graves, unmarked graves of 400 to over 3,000 young children skeletons. Going back to the 20s, 30s, and the 60s, what was going on in those Catholic schools? Well, we have a pretty good idea, right? They were beating, raping, torturing, carving up, eating, and draining the blood from these children, and then burning the bodies, and then burning the bones. Disgusting. So, it was surprising when Quebec, their health department, and I think it was September of 2020, said these blue masks are biohazards. You must throw them away because they come from China and there's formaldehyde and a whole bunch of other chemicals in those blue masks. But still today, see people in 2023, January, wearing because of the, the MK Ultra, the cognitive dissonance, right? Yeah. Maybe there's no hope for them. Maybe I call anybody four jabs and above vaxxed hard. And I, I still pray every night that I hope there's a semblance of their soul left because of the AI nanoparticles, self-assembling robotic graphene oxide and multiple other things that have been implemented in there outside of monkey DNA, live male DNA, aborted fetal tissues. Most people are still wearing the masks hooked up to the internet of things, whether it's Wi-Fi or 5G. Or probably all all of that, right? But yeah, and somebody came out and said it was wrong, and then it was swept under the rug, and the media covered that over. Is that what you saw too in the military? Yeah. So the military has a way of um, basically shutting down questions and shutting down responses, right? So yeah. um, it wasn't that they tried to answer anybody's concerns, or that they uh, even, um, you know shut down the data it was that they simply didn't talk about it that's surprising to me especially being in the medical field especially that you were on that rapid deployment team to help evacuate the washington national guard by the way folks remember with the five six times Derek johnson's been on here who federalized the national guard in 2019 and 2020 right you're never ever even in my time in the 90s in canadian army you never work with the new york state national guard in vermont you know across the border because they had their own but how is it now just food for thought washington national guard is deployed in malaysia which patrick had just mentioned they went out to help ladies and gentlemen our show will continue after these brief and important messages And we did all this hypnosis around visualizing myself with a book complete on a stage in a green dress. And the 
the thing was is that then as I released everything and then in January I got introduced to this product roots oh, that yeah. you've talked about yeah. and I'm very ADD I don't sit and concentrate and focus for a long period of time I have major shiny object syndrome yeah. And I started the products and I don't I don't sell I mean I just buy it for myself so I'm not I, I'm a little testimonial here for you but um, I started taking it and the zero in especially mm -hmm. all of a sudden and and I have a friend of mine who's living with me right now and she was hysterical I've never seen anyone sit and write for hours and hours and hours at a time yeah. five months I just couldn't stop and the information was pouring through me I got the title and I want to show you this because it's really cool. Oh, it's called in, in Every Belief is a Lie. Yes. And if yeah. you look at the lie is in the word belief. Right. And now back to our show. They went out to help. So I find it fascinating. Was there kind of on the inside, because we all have back channels and networks, you know, whether you're at a university, a school, you know, you pass information, was that at least going on? So people could say, hey, this is wrong. This is weird. This doesn't pass the bullshit sniff test, Patrick, for some of your colleagues. Uh, you know, there was probably a good quarter that it didn't pass the sniff test. And uh, unfortunately, many of them still complied. Um, you know, there was a lot of excuses and, and buts and this and that, you know, they have careers, they have families, they have, uh, you know, bills to pay and they're worried that, uh, you know, turning it down ends that and in all fairness, it, it does, um, you know, I'm out for a reason now. Mm -hmm. Well, cool. Why don't we go to that article? Why don't you just not the article, excuse me, the memo you wrote 10 pages and just take us through it. And I think it's really fascinating that this was done, and I'll just pull it up here. And this was done 27th of September, 2021. This is from Patrick. Why don't you just share with us who this was addressed to and the purposes for this? This is your memo. Yep. So this was addressed to my immediate command, but it goes up from the company command through battalion, brigade, corps, and all the way up to big army, where it would be the approval would have been the surgeon general and the appeal authority was the undersecretary of the army. So wow. all of them saw this uh, throughout that entire chain. Yeah. So Point number one, you write, I request a religious accommodation for exemptions from COVID-19 immunizations in accordance with the standards provided in Army Regulation AR 600-20 Appendix P-2, PAVA-2. So right there, you already have an exemption that should be allowed for. Yes. Uh, so given that the U.S. military and the U.S. Constitution, more importantly, uh, accommodates religious freedoms, there never should have been um, a significant question here. But I, I always knew that they were never going to be accepting very many of these. And of course, uh, to my knowledge, it's less than 1% were uh, actually accepted as far as religious accommodations. Mm -hmm. uh, so in this case, what I was sending up wasn't necessarily fully based in religion, though. It was based on 
observations while I was forward deployed and uh, deep research of what was going on in the country that was my duty to uh, to know what was going on as my oath is to defend the constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. So I knew that they were going to call my religious accommodation or, or my objections uh, crazy, right? They were going to call it right-wing conspiracy or, um, you know, extremism. Mm -hmm. So I went ahead and I beat them to the punch. And mm -hmm. I submitted this as a, uh, with Q and QAnon, which they call a religion and they call a cult. I use that and uh, used it as my defense of these viewpoints as a religion so that they can't necessarily go back and uh, as easily and say, oh, this is, uh, this is just extremist nonsense. No, that's my religion. And here's, here's the data and the, the actual support for this information. That's, that's the first person that I've heard say Q is my religion in a way to get out of the bioweapon shots. Amazing. And for those who are listening to the, the podcast, Patrick, I'm going to read, you know, section two and three here and four for their benefit. Sure. We also have people watching the broadcast. So <clears throat> number two in the memorandum, Patrick writes, he says, this request is based on my system of beliefs that was inspired and influenced by an anonymous excuse me, anonymous informant known only as Q. Followers of Q are known as anons, while the media often utilizes the broader descriptive QAnon. I have been greatly reluctant to be forthcoming with these beliefs, as like all emerging beliefs, they have been prone to excessive criticism and falsehoods. Welcome to the last three years and anybody since, you know, uh, since JFK came out. And Eisenhower warned us first, the world, JFK did it, and then they they shot him, right? You know, yep. George Bush Sr., George Bush uh, Jr. were there. Linda B. Uh, B. Johnson, who's KKK member, was hanging out there. So total, right? And uh, it goes on to say, in fact, one of the leading criticisms of Q is that its followers are a cult or new American religion, while most simply dismiss it as a baseless conspiracy theory. Point number three, Patrick writes, is Q, however, has been referred to by the media as an extremist group and associated with the false insurrection on the Capitol on 6 January 2020. The military under Joe Biden had issued a decree regarding extremism in the broad and general sense. The false insurrection advocate, like this is amazing. You're writing this to the Department of Army on the 27th of January 2021 and calling out that all the bullshit. Uh, this is just awesome. So he writes the false insurrection at the Capitol and the decree against extremism were both targeted psychological operations aimed at silencing Q and the followers of Q. Unfortunately, for all parties involved, I'm going to be revealing just how based the theories and the source of Q are. First, I must give you some background on myself and how I discovered what is now my system of belief. And then point number four, and I'm going to end off the reading here. It's a 10-page document. We'll continue the discussion on it, and it'll have it posted with a link. People can download it from your Twitter. Point number four, Patrick writes and says, I am a combat medic with 15 years in the military. I hold a master's in forensic psychology, and I'm one se semester away from completing my MBA. From 2017 to 2020, I worked in Tripler Army Medical Center 
as the NCOIC, that's the non-commissioned officer in charge of the emergency department and the NCOIC of internal medicine. During this time, I was tasked with multiple missions with the 351st Civil Affairs Command with mission sets in the Philippines, Federated States of Micronesia, Palau, and Malaysia. During these missions, I had experiences of specific to human trafficking, which called for further research. This netted significant interest from the State Department in which they privately soft interrogated me, interrogated a whistleblower, the State Department. So he's put this here. This is written, folks. Patrick then writes, my instincts told me they were concerned about covering up what I may or may not have witnessed while on mission to Dela Cruz. And it continues on. So we'll stop it right there. This is like fascinating. I can't wait until to see you on every show, you know, blow, continuing to blow the whistle uh, on here. So let's talk about that experience as well, Patrick. You witnessed human trafficking and they interrogated you. Tell us about this experience. So basically, I went up on a mission to De La Cruz, and uh, while there, we were meeting with uh, Phil Army um, generals and commanders who showed us some things that involved um, human trafficking that they were a part of. And, you know, on return to Manila, it, when I had gone up there, it was just myself and, and one uh, other soldier. And when we turned to Manila, they basically uh, sent somebody to our hotel. They wanted to meet us each privately and separately, which was the first red flag. Um, and they were from the State Department. They wanted to uh, basically get information from us. And they uh, suggested that the State Department had not been to northern Luzon in 15 to 20 years. And they just needed information on uh, what we might have saw and what was up there because it was all new to them, which, you know, I, I wasn't dumb enough to swallow that. Um, so basically they, they were just trying to get a description and see what I was willing to say about what I'd actually seen. Um, so, you know, naturally I, I played dumb and I gave them, you know, the hotel was crappy and the, <laughs> the, uh, the Phil Army was very kind to us, and they, you know, they gave us some good food, and and you know that was that, right? Um, but I I knew exactly what they were looking for. I knew that it was the State Department looking to to know if we had seen what was going on with the human trafficking. Well, I'd so, like to unpack this, and I'd like to get to very to, to specifics. So you've got generals of the Philippine Army who are involved in human trafficking showing you this. Describe to us, everybody. What were they showing you? What, so, so in, in this case, it was slave labor. Mm -hmm. um, so they, they had basically uh, hundreds of, of men in, you know, covered in dirt and sweat and this sort of thing, working with pickaxes down in a, in a hole, um, building out a golf course for one of the uh, um, generals. And there was also um, other females that were, you know, dressed in, military uniform but it was very clear they were servants they were serving the food they were basically um it was very clear they were house slaves mm -hmm. in, in a sense so where do you think that they got these people from the, these were local filipino people uh many of them had been applying to be part of the military and would be basically 
um, you know, put into a situation where they became cattle. So forced labor, just like we've seen everywhere, you know, whether it's the Nazi camps in the 30s and 40s to Stalin to Mao and what's going on still in China today. So forced labor, human trafficking, and then probably, I mean, I may be reaching here because you may not have experienced this, but if those generals and those officers have those slave women, they've got to do what they need to do. Otherwise, their live or livelihoods threatened. You know, much of a livelihood. Well, thanks for sharing that. So, so this was the Philippine Army. This was the State Department coming in. What you felt was a cover-up job. We know so many things which have come out from Jack Maxey's laptop, right? From He was on my show, I think it was uh, September 7th, uh, was our first show, and then even just a week ago when he was on. So let's hear it from you, literally boots on the ground. What else uh, did you witness from human trafficking through to the cover-ups with your memo here in these 10 pages, which is incredible research? Yeah, so, and actually, if you want to pull up the next paragraph, there is really where uh, my my biggest red flag and concern uh, really comes from in all of this is that uh, during September 2019, I was in the Philippines uh, before allegedly COVID-19 had started, and I was part of the planning team for planning out Salaknib and Balakitan, which was supposed to go from as early as February 2020 all the way through September 2020, we would have had uh, between 30 to 50,000 boots on ground for this um, training event throughout 2020. And Balakatan is something that we'd been doing for at least 20 years. So um, long story short, that, that means that this was the largest forward deployment uh, or projection of US boots on ground uh, power into the Pacific since World War II. And what that would have effectively meant is that, you know, COVID-19 stopped that deployment of troops, it stopped that projection of power. But the Philippine generals uh, knew in 2019, we would not be there past March 2020. They were absolutely 100% certain we should not plan past March 2020. And the US planners all went, oh, okay, they they want more money. Got it. You know, we we kind of dismissed it because generally America brings a lot of money and a lot of funds in to do this training in the Philippines and it benefits the local economy a great deal. So we kind of figured that that was their their reasoning. But lo and behold, March came and and we weren't projecting power to the South Pacific nor to Europe where we had Defender 2020 going on. So, you know, what could these two generals have possibly known that would have prevented the United States, the most powerful military in the world, from projecting power into Southeast Asia, into the Pacific? And really it was only two things. It could have been COVID-19 and it could have been the termination of the visiting forces agreement. The Visiting Forces Agreement was terminated 8 February 2020 as uh, on the day I was flying out from the Philippines. Uh, and that was due to Philippine Senator Ronald De La Rosa uh, being sanctioned by Senators Dick Durbin, which was the Democrat majority whip at the time I wrote this, and Patrick Leahy, the president pro tempore at the time I wrote this. Now, of course, understand that 
both of those positions came about after the uh, the election scam. Yeah. So after it was very clear that the Democrats had regained power in the United States, only then was the Visiting Forces Agreement restored in July of 2021. So my concern was very much that either these generals had coordinated with China and were aware of the launch of COVID-19 and were able to stop U.S. from projecting power into the Pacific, or these two high-level Democrats who were clearly rewarded with high-level positions uh, had coordinated with the uh, the Philippine army and China to stop us from projecting power into the Pacific. And I really see no way around those two explanations. And so the the generals having foreknowledge of us not being there in March is about as damning as it gets. Yeah, certainly, certainly fishy, <clears throat> totally fishy. What do you think has happened now with Ronald De La Rosa, the Philippine center, senator, and uh, everybody else? Is there an investigation that's going on? And I'm curious, even with this paragraph, did you have any feedback from command or your superiors that, you know what? This warrants investigation. No, and legally they are required uh, because of some of the accusations I make in my my disclosure, in my paper, they would be legally required at all levels of command to have initiated an investigation uh, where there are accusations of, of crime, especially crimes of treason. Yeah. And uh, not a single person in my command uh, ever informed me that I was part of an investigation, which they would be legally required to do if there was an investigation launched. And not a single one ever attempted to refute any of this information. In fact, they simply didn't talk to me about it. So JAG never got involved. And there are no open JAG cases here whatsoever. And as a veteran, can they not open a case now with this information in public? It seems that they have no interest in uh, acknowledging this information. Wow. Wild. Wild. Well, let's let's continue on. Um, that part number six, I find also I, the whole the whole document is fascinating. What you pulled together here, Patrick, and to do so on duty, on your own time, with research and so well crafted and written is phenomenal in this memo. He writes in, in paragraph six, point number six, excuse me. It was while researching instances of real world human trafficking in late 2019 that I discovered the Q community and messages. The Q posts make 12 direct references related to human trafficking, which concerns specific individuals and districts within the United States. Upon further investigation into the content and context of the Q post, not to be confused with the theories and speculations of Anons, I found that the large majority of information given was not only reliably credible, but also could only have been coming from a high level of government, or at very least an advanced understanding thereof. The Q post can currently be viewed at the QAlerts.app, 
regardless of the fact that many cue predictions of future events did not come to pass, and some promises were ones I would not make, for example, you are safe, the fact remained that I could not dismiss the information over or the overarching themes shared by Q. You know, Jack Maxey and Lee Dundas both told me on the show, the recordings are up to this effect, Patrick. Lee Dundas feels safer living on the Thai-Malaysia border in the town where there were roughly 300 roadside bombs that would go off on average every year than she does living in the United States. And Jack just even shared last week that he still feels safer living in Mexico or Barbados than he does in the United States. And that is still today where we are. What are your feelings and thoughts about that? Um, human trafficking, what have you un- continued to further uncover? Yeah, I'll put it this way. And, uh, it, and it's a little bit of a step back. But the reality is, um, you know, I may not be right about all this. I might be dead wrong. I would love to be dead wrong about all of it. But, uh, you know, an investigation is more than warranted. That said, I, I sent this up in September 2021. Um, I'm not dead yet. They haven't, you know, uh, come in and, and taken me out quite yet. And uh, on top of that, uh, I, I do feel that the Snowden, um, you know, model of, of fleeing to a foreign country, not that I'm accusing the two you just mentioned of, of fleeing, but um, I, I feel like that's a cop out. So myself personally, I, I'm going to sit right here. And if they're going to do something, I'm going to uh, make them do it. I'm going to make them do it openly and publicly so that, uh, you know, the whole world can see it. Yeah. And, and to Lee's effect, um, she's still back here living in California, uh, but said she feels safer there. And in our recording last week, uh, Jack was in the States uh, for that recording. Uh, but still, you know, with the threats to his life and his family, he feels safer outside uh, the the U.S. borders currently, right? You know, 53 of the Clinton's friends happen to commit suicide. How fascinating is that, right? You know, lots of uh, lots of suicides going on around there. Well, thank you for this amazing, amazing memo here. What else do you want to cover in this memo? Because, I mean, you have just unpacked, I mean, you could write a book just on your experience to these events alone, you know, and let the public know. What else would you like to go through here? Um, well, if you've got the social credit score, you have, you're mentioning the cabal in here, like incredible, incredible. Yeah. Right? And, and I think I want to cover, you know, the two, two most damning paragraphs out of this whole thing. Um, as far as why isn't there a blatant, investigation and why haven't these people been drugged before congress to mm-hmm. testify mm-hmm. so it, and really this document it goes into china and i suspect that the democratic party and china the cia fbi are all very much uh, one entity at this point yep. uh, but i'm gonna read this one off so Harvard University, which was under investigation for taking $380 million in bribes from China, is the alma mater to Barack Obama, Elizabeth Warren, Chuck Schumer, and 40 members of the 2018 Democratic Congress elect. The same Harvard University where Charles Lieber worked as the head of microbiology before being arrested January 28, 2020, for trafficking biological weapons to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. 
two of Dr. Lieber's assistants were in fact lieutenants in the People's Liberation Army of China. The Charles Lieber Foundation was funded primarily by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation also gave more funding to the World Health Organization than the United States government. The World Health Organization assisted China in covering up the numbers and origin early on during the outbreak. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has direct ties to nearly all labs in China. The WHO, the National Institute of Health, the Purebright Institute, which holds the coronavirus patent, Dr. Anthony Fossey, uh, who we now know was invested in gain-of-function research at Wuhan Labs, uh, Dr. Deborah Burks, and Planned Parenthood, his father being a founding member of that eugenics program. Bill Gates held Event 201 in October 2019, one month before the onset of COVID-19, in which he wargamed with John Hopkins' uh, central source of COVID tracking, a coronavirus pandemic. In 2010, Bill Gates is quoted to have said, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really good job on new vaccines, healthcare reproductive services, uh, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. This is the same man who appears on the flight logs visiting Epstein Island and whose Washington state compound was raided for a collection of 6,000 child rape images, although a grounds worker took the fall. And now bear in mind, this is Bill Gates, who is the founder and you know, head of Microsoft, it's amazing that he wouldn't know what data is coming and going from his own compound. Mm -hmm. um, we know these things beyond a reasonable doubt already. Everything I just read is, is absolutely known. How are we not dragging these people in front of Congress to testify and putting them on trial? Yeah. Uh, Agreed. You know, uh, the only solace that gives me comfort is the potential fact that it's happening behind the scenes because there is that whole global plan of waking up the world and our countries <clears throat> at a varying degree. So people don't just run out to the back, learn everything in two hours, or there's massive drops on the emergency broadcast system in two hours, and we've turned the world upside down where they just off themselves. You know, that's the only thing I believe, and I just have to believe it in my heart and in my my soul as the reason why we're not seeing all of this, because it would just throw so many of the world citizens into turmoil that that would be the unfortunate solution people choose is ev pretty much everything you believe is a lie, right? Whether it's income taxes, IRS, Federal Reserve, the government has, you know, your back. We're being deployed all over the world under United Nations peacekeeping missions or, you know, benevolent, let's go look for the terrorists in caves in Afghanistan. Let's get for weapons of mass destruction in Iraq and everything. And it's all because there was this scheme on human child trafficking and enslavement and depopulating the world. But they came out and they dressed up a put nice lipstick on that pig, so to speak, as that adage goes, right? And took a bullshit sandwich and fed it to you as a nice chicken burger. That's the only thing I believe, Patrick, is the reason why we're not seeing that happen in public yet. Oh. And, 
God, I hope that's true. I absolutely yeah. hope it's true because I cannot allow myself to go there and think that all of this is happening and been happening. And there's very few good people in the world, not at the highest levels with some of the greatest tech that's hundreds of years more advanced than we know, because whether it was the F-117 stealth and desert storm coming out, you know, or this little phone right here, they've got stuff way more advanced. So I do sense that is the reason why, but I don't have any documentation. I don't have somebody saying, hey, Brad, you know, we're from the Q team, FYI, right? It's just intuitive instinct. Um, and there's also a couple of other signals that we've seen in the public. You know, when Trump gets out there on November 15th at Mar-a-Lago and says, I am your commander in chief. Uh, and when I am president again, right? USA Republic versus USA Corporation. I mean, I read Creature from Jekyll Island in 2006, Patrick. That was my big red pill moment. My sister had red pilled me on HARP in 2002. I'm like, what is HARP? Alaska, high altitude atmospheric research project? What their own weather manipulation? Oh, this goes back to like 1912. They've been manipulating the weather, you know, and making it rain in California for farmers, like phenomenal, right? Tesla energy. So if all everybody learns all of this like that, I think we're going to see a mass suicide. People can't take it. Their brains can't take it. But we've had those great signs that there are good things going on behind the scenes. Back to Trump's speech. He makes that speech. We do not see Barry O, Barack Obama, and Michael Levon, right? Michelle Obama is man, 100%. We do not see them getting out on all the social media and having a storm, nor do we see the Clintons doing it. Nor do we really see the Bidens doing it, nor do we see the Chuck Schumers of the world doing it. Why? Well, I have to believe they've been taken off the board, so to speak, right? Because if he had said the same thing and they were all, quote unquote, in control, all of those nasties, demons, then, you know, they would have went berserk. Social media would have went berserk. It really didn't, you know, it really didn't. So those to me are great signs. You know, whether she was executed, Clinton, in 2019, 2020, I don't know. You know, that's what people say. But at least I can tell you, we don't see that. So sometimes the silence can be deafening um, that that's going on. And I do appreciate with the way that things are going from a financial standpoint right now, like in March 22nd of 2022, they unplugged Russia from SWIFT. And Putin went, okay, you know what? This is Russian for up your jacksy. We are just, since we've been the largest buyers of gold since 2015, going to create our own ruble-backed currency and make that the reserve currency, right? And we have the BRICS out there now, Russia, India, China, Saudi Arabia, all the way to South Africa. And then now we have European countries like Germany that are going to have to join BRICS. And I've already said we're going to join BRICS. And these are people who are also protected under quote-unquote NATO right? The North Atlantic Terrorist Organization. The U.S. petrodollar is about to go away, and you guys are working on amazing things at Reaper Financial. We don't have to jump there yet. We can still talk about what you've done here, because I, I do want to have that, that timeline of the story of, you wrote this in 2021 in September. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
You didn't get any word back. Investigations weren't open. What next? What happened then, Patrick? Because this was, I'm not going to get the shots. Here's basically an incredible divulgence on the Q movement, human trafficking, what you've witnessed, what you've experienced. Things don't add up. FYI, Army Command. What happened next in those preceding, or excuse me, succeeding several months? Yeah, so for the most part, they ignored it. They uh, they did refer me and just about anyone else who uh, put in for a religious exemption. They referred to a psych exam. Uh, so they really, oh yes, uh, they pretty much tried to call us all crazy. Um, and then uh, as far as you know, things like promotion and whatnot, promotion or advancement was of course denied because of not being vaccinated. So for example, the they wouldn't directly say that, but uh, they would require a secretary of the army's signature just to travel, um, you know, for a two-hour trip, and uh, for the non-vaccinated. Yeah, and and that's you know, of course, I you know was um, I was already selected for for promotion to E seven, and I I had an SLC date, which is the senior leadership course, and uh, I was hard slotted. And they say, oh well, here you got two weeks' notice. Go get the secretary of the army's signature, and, and you can go. And uh, you know, obviously, that's they left it to you to chase down the secretary of the army. Basically, yeah. Or to your... I I mean, I would have to send it up through through the channels, but we all know that would never happen, right? Um, so of course they were denying promotions and and you know they've been finding other ways to kick out anybody who who had denied the uh the vaccine and, and as you alluded to earlier the recruiting numbers are are absolutely through the floor you know they're coming up 70 80,000 short at the same time they're kicking people out um i saw the numbers in my battalion almost have from what is actually required to to fill the billets for that battalion and uh so it was really a um a, a situation where it seemed the military was being intentionally weakened um to me and so yeah i'm i'm with you in the hope side of things i i would like to have high hopes but i i also have a high burden of proof um my burden of concern being slightly lower um, I would say I'm highly concerned. Um, and uh, as far as, you know, hope for the best, prepare for the worst when it comes to that. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you were capped. It was kind of like they did to all of the medical professionals who you're one, you're a healthcare hero, you're two, you're not getting the job. Well, guess what? Just don't come back to work. Am I fired? No, 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 no. You're not fired. Oh, so I can't collect unemployment. You're just telling me not to return to work, right? And playing that game on the medical professionals, my family and loved ones have had that. Mm -hmm. Is this what they did with, with you? How, how bad did it get? Uh, it wasn't too bad for me specifically. I know it was worse for other people in different units. Um, for those that aren't in the military, it's a little hard to conceptualize just how much power and influence a immediate command has over their soldiers so the the first sergeant's commanders at the you know that first uh line of supervision they can really affect your life positive or negatively very drastically so for me uh my command was not extremely unreasonable they they did 
like me at least prior to that. So I think there was uh, probably a, a little bit kinder treatment for me than for most people. That's wild. So then you took early retirement? I, I took a medical retirement based off other um, combat injuries, which, you know, I, I was probably due for anyways. Um, but uh, once it got to uh, June of, of 2022 is when they denied my religious accommodation. I, I did send up the appeal, but I started my med board at the same time. So in June of 2022, which is just like eight months ago, mm -hmm. still in full-time staff sergeant, you have combat injuries and you started your med boards for a honorable medical discharge. Is that right? That's correct. Gotcha. And have they at least allowed you to take pension? Uh, so I, I get medical uh, disability. Which is pretty atrocious anyway, like social security, which is pretty much nothing, you know, and disgusting. You've got injuries as a combat medic for serving your country, your people, and God. Now you're at Reaper Financial because this is a firm you started. You've stepped into as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Again, another example of divine masculine men leaning into life for the betterment of themselves and humanity. So let's hear about Reaper Financial. By the way, when I hear Reaper Financial, I immediately think about you know the drones overhead, the Reaper drone. Is that how you name the uh, company? No. So the name actually comes from uh, one of my call signs when I was deployed to the Philippines. There was a uh, an island we went to that it took about a uh, forty five minutes boat ride to get from the island back to the mainland, and then it would take uh, probably five or six hours to get to a, a decent hospital. So the the joke was, if I had to put my hands on you, you were dead. So. Uh, so I, I was reaper um but, humor right you know whether it's like bbc you know you have like that dry humor i grew up on or the dark humor of the military like oh fuck man you know if you get into riley's hands you know he's the reaper you're pretty much done there's no yeah no hope to so i i was chiron i was there to ferry you across the river <laughs> you were the raven right you know right between the spirit worlds wow yeah so uh okay. gotcha. but, so I, I kept the name for the business mainly because it represents what we do so what we actually do is we kill things in the digital world um but we do it in a way that's very altruistic and it's anti-hubris and when i say hubris i mean uh the current monetary system is hubris in that it's an offense to god what we do with the, the modern monetary theory is we just print money into oblivion and it, it's just inflated, uh, you know, more than 60% of all US dollars in circulation was printed within two years during COVID. Um, and actually, I, I have some numbers here as far as how bad our debt situation is globally. Um, so right now we're $290 trillion in global debt. $94,000 of debt for every U.S. citizen born yesterday, $78 trillion in debt for global pension deficit, which means as these baby boomers start trying to draw their pension, they're going to find out there's, there's nothing there. Um, Social Security, empty by 2037. Student loans at $1.75 trillion in the U.S. Negative bond yields up to $22 trillion. 
And so we're in a situation now where basically the dollar is dying, right? And it needs a Reaper because it didn't have it before. So what we did with the token is initially we minted a hundred million and then we mint 1 million per month uh, following every month after. And we sell that on the market to generate funds. With those funds generated, 48.5% uh, or about half goes to purchasing and destroying other tokens off the market. So we go buy things like Bitcoin or um, Ethereum or those types of uh, other cryptocurrencies and we destroy them permanently. What that does is it lowers the total supply even though there's the same demand and that creates a price elasticity that moves that, that price over time uh, up to match the demand and that should appreciate the asset. Now, uh, what we're working on right now and what we'll be able to do within a couple of months here is called debt reaping. So basically you'll be able to log in through our website and then you'll log into your bank through our website, which pulls in your liabilities. So those mortgages, those student loans, car notes, credit cards, all of those things come in and you'll be able to vote on them towards your own debts. And we make payments on your behalf through ACH towards your debts. So basically you own the Reaper token. You don't lose anything for owning it. Uh, you can sell it at any time but you can use it to vote where every Reaper token, one Reaper equals one vote and every vote counts. So your percentage of the total Reaper token holdings is your percentage of the funds distribution. And that goes out and it pays your debts. So, so this is fascinating. So this way I wanna unpack for everybody. So we have absolute clarity. So e so easy a fifth grader can understand it, you know, even an, an American fifth grader at the public school level. Okay. So, you know, that's, touché, touché. that's like a, that's like a junior kindergarten in China um, or Russia right now. So I'd like to unpack this. We're going to take a quick break, folks. Be right back with Patrick Riley. Well, hey, everybody. One of the things about being a courageous lion or a lioness standing up for what's right for humanity is understanding there are some hard truths that we have to swallow and also looking for the solutions to those truths so we can move forward in abundance. Now, on December 26th of 2022, that's the day after Christmas, the head of the World Health Organization admitted, and this is a direct quote on COVID boosters are used by countries to kill children. Now, we've been saying this all along, and many people have been called conspiracy theorists, which have become conspiracy fact and spoiler alerts. Now, here's one of the great things that is a solution that on a daily basis, I have been leveraging for over a year. It is from Root Wellness. It's amazing. I am a case study for some of the incredible experiences I have had by taking a product of theirs called the Trinity Pack. It's actually three products that are used in concert with one another for these reasons. If you haven't seen it before, the first product is called Clean Slate from Root. And you can go to getrootnow.com and check all this out as I'm talking to you. Now, the thing about Clean Slate in this little pill dropper, again, everything is all natural, is it is the highest form of bioavailable silica. We, as human beings, are carbon and crystalline-based creatures. That's a fact. And from being a Yushui Reiki master for roughly eight years, I can share with you that the more you activate the crystalline structure in your bio and etheric field, the higher vibrational level that you have. 
That's where you tap into love energy and also in levity, right? So a couple drops of this under the tongue every morning, every night, what it does is it dissolves heavy metals. It chelates them naturally. We even have video online when they were doing this in the lab showing this was being added to graphene oxide and it dissolved the graphene oxide. Now we know where graphene oxide is used. They put it in those COVID-19 vaccines, which they passed off. And so that's in our bodies, including in that, by the way, for our entire history of life on this planet, right? At least in the last hundred years and generations, we have barium, aluminum, cadmium, mercury, a whole host of heavy metal toxicities that are in our bloodstream because of what's in our environment, the foods we've eaten, epigenetically passed on from the parents. My mother was a two pack a day smoker, even when she was pregnant, not a good thing, and had mercury fillings. So that was passed on to myself, my younger sister in the womb, obviously. So we have to chelate heavy metals out of our body. Now, that's exactly what Clean Slate does. And in addition to that, it cleanses your pineal gland. Now our pineal gland is the radio frequency tower to God source, to cosmic consciousness, right? It is literally the tipping point of the antenna that we have to the universe. So when you cleanse your pineal gland, you decalcify it. It also, with the highest concentration of bioavailable silica, it activates your pineal gland so you have greater insight, greater sleep, and also greater intuition. We're gonna go into that. So that is Clean Slate as part of the Trinity Pack that you can go to getrootnow.com and jump onto. What also is part of the Trinity Pack is Restore. This is about restoring gut health. You understand this, 95% of our neurons are in our gut, not our brain. So it's actually our first brain. And all the sages, the ancient sages, the wisdom was right. Our gut instinct, our ability to tap into our intuition isn't in the thinking mind, which is above our shoulders. It is in the power chakra. The power chakra is our gut, our gut instinct. So what Restore is amazing sachets, tastes like an orange creamsicle, about an ounce, that you can take every single morning after clean slate on an empty stomach, 100% all natural. And we have had people who have had Lyme disease, IBS, Crohn's, who have reported colitis, my younger sister had colitis, who have reported that all of it has cleared up within 60 days. This is all natural. There are no medications here. By the way, every one of these products is BSCG approved. That means for every sport in the United States, it can literally, it has a stamp of certification saying that it's 100% drug-free and all natural. It's really key, really amazing. And then the final aspect of the Trinity Pack, because we're dealing with cleansing our body from within, removing the heavy metals, toxicities, and activating our pineal gland. We're talking about restoring our gut health, right? Because in our upper and our lower level digestive tracts, this is where we obtain the nutrients that help empower us and propel us forward in our day. And the final is called zero in. Now zero in are amazing. Again, all natural tabs, right? BCSG approved. And you take about two of these a day. It comes with a 30 day supply, the Trinity pack for everybody. And there's 60 of these that come in. So I average two a day. This allows you to tap into quantum level consciousness. Now, it's no surprise that every tier one combat veteran I have had on the show, whether they are from the British, former SRR, 
which is like the super secret, previously super secret version of the SAS, to the former deputy commander of Delta Force Special Operations Group, to Navy SEAL Team 6, Michael, to the Lieutenant Colonel, Ricardo Bosi in Australia, former we heading up Australian SAS, and now leader of Australia One Party in the Freedom Movement. It's no surprise that all of those incredible warriors of light and their spouses and family are using the Trinity Pact because they recognize the value. What we've also seen in the studies, within just 30 days, using Zeroin, people have been able to increase their performance, their reaction time, up to 50%. Their Olympians, the Hungarian Olympic team, is one of the case studies where they have seen up to a 50% reaction time. Just imagine if you're in the NBA and you had a 10% greater reaction time. That's off the charts. That is diabolical. So we're seeing this with Zeroin. What's great about this too in Zeroin is it balances the serotonin, the dopamine levels in your body. And it drops your cortisol levels, which is a stress hormone. It drops the cortisol levels to literally zero after prolonged use of several weeks. So think about this. We live in the most stressful times ever in recent human history around the globe. Not World War I, not World War II, where it was more or less composed of certain geographical regions. This has been an, a war on all of humanity at once. We've never seen this in several lifetimes. So imagine having the ability with Zeroin to drop your stress hormones, your fight or flight response to virtually nil, to get deep sleep and lucid dreaming. There's no caffeine in this whatsoever. We've even had people, because it's an adaptogenic nootropic, it is intention-driven, right? This is literally the next generation technology here today, all natural. And people have deeper sleep, lucid dreams, they focus their higher, higher degrees of creativity and focus. Now, I am a case study. And for those of you who haven't heard that case study, I leveraged this on a four-day motorcycle ride. People don't think that's anything spectacular. Well, listen, if you understand, I did this as a solo trip for four days at an elevation of 7,500 feet to 12,500 feet for four days. I ate one meal a day, and all I had water and coconut water and my Trinity pack. And I was able to ride up to 2,000 miles, which I don't know, what is that in our kilometers, 3,200 kilometers or something, right? Solo in the summertime, in high heat, desert environments, off-road in the mountains to on-road, multiple twisties, doing hundreds of those a day. And it barely winded me. And I felt time like slow down. That's how amazing it can get to when things speed up in your environment, it slows down. Kind of like people have had an experience in accidents before. And I've been in a vehicle accident and I've been hit on the motorcycle many years back. So here's the thing. When you go to getrootnow.com, you got the Trinity Pack, right? When you order the Trinity Pack, hit subscribe and save. And I'll tell you why. First of all, on your second month, you're going to save $15. So in the United States, typically that's free shipping right there. Month after month, that's $15 back for everybody around the world. Ships to 60 countries. On month number four, they give you $100. $100. So four months in, you've got the highest level of what I say is the armor of God used on a daily basis. Tier one, spec ops endorsed in multiple countries around the planet with all of those individuals and divine warriors and their wives 
Many of them have been here on the show. In addition to that, Olympian approved. And in addition to that, BCSG approved. So your kids, just imagine your kids studying for exams coming up. And you have a couple of zero in over the next several days. And it allows them to focus. It allows them to have greater creativity, concentration, and also the stress hormone dropped to virtually nil. And they get deeper sleep. And sleep, as we know from Jason Bourne in the movie, said sleep is the ultimate weapon. And that is also where we manifest. We manifest most when we sleep. So I would encourage you, do yourself a favor for yourself and then for kids around you, your kids, any other kids you're around. This helps protect against the viral shedding, which we already know with the studies that have been coming out here now, that people, even one person who's vaccinated and another person who is not, if they kiss in the saliva, the mRNA gene passes over to the unvaccinated person and vaccinates them. And then that mRNA gene sequence gets going. So one of the key things too, is making sure that you are protecting your biological body and your energy body and having the highest concentration of beautiful life and expression divinity, which you can have. And for me, out of anything I have used in all of my decades on this planet, leverage, I've never stuck to it for a year. And I have just celebrated my one year anniversary using the root products. You go to getrootnow.com, highly encourage it. You will not go wrong. We have had so many amazing testimonials and people who have come back to us and described to us from medical doctors and professionals to teachers, everything in between to former LA County sheriffs, how incredible this has been for them. So outside of IBS, Crohn's, Lyme disease, uh, colitis, and making this antiviral restorer and clean slate in Trinity Pack and Zero In are also antiviral. And we know we need to protect ourselves and our children, which are our future, from the environment and the onslaught that we've seen on humanity. GetRootNow.com. Hit subscribe and save. You get 15 bucks back monthly. That's going to free shipping right there. And on month number four, $100 back. There's other cool bonuses that they surprise everybody from time to time, but that is immediate. And that's all for you. Many blessings to you, everybody. And I look forward to seeing you down the road and hearing from you, your incredible experience with the Root Trinity Pack. GetRootNow.com. All the best. Folks, part one with Patrick is now concluded. Part two will drop shortly. Subscribe to our Rumble and we will see you then. Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.